0: where each week, Seth Breedlove and Mark Matske convene to discuss the greatest mysteries the world has ever known. Now, strap on your hiking boots, grab your trusty walking stick, and don't forget your machete as we begin our journey through Monsteropolis. Uh
1: Monsteropolis This is Monsteropolis, show about anomalies, legends, and monsters. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Seth Breedlove. I'm joined, as always lately, <laughs> by my pal Heather Moser. Hi. How, do you like that pronunciation? It's great. Moser. Yeah. Mosser?
2: Moser? No. B- anyone called you asked. Moser? No. No one. Mouser? No. <laughs> it's a first for both. Thank you. Man, I'm
1: laughing already. Crack Ooh. myself up on this show. Nice. We just lost all the YouTube watchers. <laughs> They're firing up those comments. Um, okay, so I am nasally, mm. forgive me, I've I've spent two nights in the woods. It's taking a toll.
2: <laughs> days and <laughs> it's days. It's taking
1: a toll on this man. <laughs> um, before we get into the show, oh, I should mention we have a guest. Uh, yeah. Alex Hi. Petikov. Uh-huh. Alexander Pettikoff, uh and Eli Watson. Hey. Got to talk into the mic. Hey, everyone. Okay. Uh, it's so good to be here. Wow. All right. Let's tone it down. <laughs> All right. Um, so real quick, become a squad member, watch Monstropolis ad-free. We dropped last week's episode uh, completely... Um, We failed to post last week's episode for Squad. So we gotta do that still. Andy (laughs) quick quick reminder that on Monday we need to post next or Tuesday. Yeah. What's Monday? Monday, Labor Day. Labor Day. I'm working. Screw it. Um can't can't stop won't stop um so drop uh drop everything you're doing right now go join squad our squad membership has skyrocketed in the last uh couple weeks what you've seen if you're a squad member is beyond the trail uh bigfoot at bluff creek 4k are you kidding me all in 4k yeah 4k for squad only the regular YouTubers, sorry, you're not watching in 4K, <laughs> suckers. So join, and you're watching ads. You don't have to watch ads if you're a member, uh, because Bigfoot I'm basically taunting people into joining. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's it's a cool, it's very cool 4K. It's a beautiful show, so you're gonna want to watch it in 4K anyway. Um, and then we also have new hauntings episodes in the can. Are you kidding me, Heather Moser?
2: yep okay that's good enough i guess we'll deal with that right
1: those are coming soon and uh we have other stuff on squad oh we'll have production diaries from from stuff dropping soon too well production diaries from all those hauntings episodes um and uh other things and stuff
2: yeah behind the scenes behind the scenes stuff
1: all sorts of stuff um
2: stuff there's lots of stuff
1: Okay, there's stuff Where's coming. Get okay. get in there. Get up in it. All right, so um, this, <laughs> we're in the midst of filming Beyond the Trail, which is why Alex and Eli are here. Um, And we can talk about that a little later in the episode, but I think, first of all, we're going to talk with these two gentle sirs about their time in the field filming Beyond the Trail. Well... So, Nope. Hate to burst your Sorry, ball. It's I pretty boring. Didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> truth is out there. Uh, Andy, cut it. Cut, 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 cut all that. <laughs> um, but we are. Why is my like my my mic's like redlining. redlining? Redlining. Redlining over here. Alex, give me a test one two. Anyway. Test one two three. You're coming in low. I'm coming in way too high. Shout. Yeah. See. <laughs> okay. There we go. I think we're about even. Okay. So. One thing I wanted to know is, um, Alex, you and I first talked about this series like last winter, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was right before 2021.
1: How would you describe Beyond the Trail?
0: It's a good question. I don't know. Cool. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of an adventure series, a little bit of actually being out in the field mm-hmm. doing research. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, I was sort of more into doing films like the traditional STM way or other docs where it's, you know, it's a story about an event or a cryptid Mm -hmm. wasn't so much as I was in front of the camera. So this was kind of a chance to do that. And, you know, all throughout my interest in this subject, I've been doing kind of amateur research, right? There's so many of those out there. So I was like, you know what, this is sort of an attempt to not only tell the story of a certain place, maybe a region or a state, an area like Bluff Creek, the Patterson Gimlin film, but it's a chance to actually, some research and try some of the techniques that people use out in the field see what happens and we're not gonna sugarcoat it or put in you know any kind of spooky music or fake things that happen if we don't have anything that happens we're gonna show it's, you it's that it's gonna be but on camera yeah you'll get the whole kind of story so yeah i don't really know how to describe it i i call it part kind of adventure vlogger style slash you know story about regional bigfoot stories
1: our first discussion about this involved Me So I was super into like survival YouTube shows last year. And our first discussion was kind of around that format. But it hasn't really followed. It completely became its own thing. I would compare it to on the trail of. Right. But much more in the field than on the trail of is even allowed.
3: Would you say it's beyond the trail?
1: I'd say it's (laughs) get your face into the microphone. Hey. (laughs) Uh... yeah I, I i think i think it's uh i think that's a good way to put it eli you yep nailed it. nailed it nailed the branding
0: what definitely a companion piece well how say. did
1: evolve well yeah and that's the other thing ways. is it came out of the journey was when we really right. like that was what as as i was editing the journey I, I know that this was one thing that was coming to my mind was like alex is basically gives us a little bit of outdoorsy cred you know, because I'm not surviving if you put me in some environment like you're going into. I'm probably dying within five minutes. I almost stepped on a timber rattler on top of Mount Hadley yeah, that was after a three mile hike. So, <laughs> and if it had bit me, I, Eli wouldn't have been there to suck the poison out of my foot. So, <laughs> I, wouldn't oh, wow. known, <laughs> I wouldn't have known what to do. Um, but how do you think it evolved from from the first episode and? and to where we are today. Cause it's definitely like when I watched the first episode to Bigfoot at Bluff Grief, it's definitely like becoming something different than it started.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that first episode was more of a personal case for me. You know, It's like my active research area that I still go to. Mm-hmm. It's just one little piece of that. And I think it's evolved in the sense that it, it's covering a lot more uh, kind of characters in the Bigfoot world. Mm-hmm. So we're having a lot of folks that people will know, You know, Cliff Barrickman, Warren. James Bobo Fay, Lauren Coleman, um, lots of crossovers with other researchers, people that some might not know, You know, new researchers, um, institutions, I think that's been kind of the trend the whole last few productions has been museums. So we've got the International Cryptozoology Museum, we've got uh, the Willow Creek China Flat Museum with the Bigfoot Room, Cliff Barrickman's North American Bigfoot Center, the upcoming episodes will feature the Sasquatch Outpost in Colorado. So it's it's kind of we go to these hubs where people report activity in the local area. You know, I'm not just going to go to Colorado or Oregon and say, oh, I know where to find the sightings. I want to talk to people who have data. So when, like when we were in Oregon, you know, we could talk to Cliff or Connor and they could say there was a, a whoop or a vocal report last night in this area. You guys should ha- head out in this spot. So whereas the first few episodes kind of started out more, you know, us just kind of heading out into these areas hit or miss you know in in whether or not we're gonna have anything happen now it's been a little bit more targeted in terms of these are areas where there's been recent activity or uh, recent reports so I think that's kind of where it's evolved and um, I think people are gonna like some of the the newer stuff as well you spend time out on properties and do that kind of thing too Am I too far no
1: I think you're good I can't it I can't tell if it's fading in and out or what's going on um do you have a question here you want to hop in not yet okay not yet Eli how did you come to be in, how did you come to be nope. well, it no it started oh, in the redwoods um this is a mistake uh i've seen that video uh you have oh lord wait. all right hold on Oh lord! hold on let's let's talk about how you came to be involved in beyond the trail uh
3: it seemed to be a, a little bit of a natural progression i think because uh last year alex and i were on a production together i don't know if we should it was Chasing Legends with Nash Hoover. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. And uh, we Alex and I seemed to work really well together, and so he did that, you know, the Granite State Bigfoot case, kind of on a, on his own as the pilot episode. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. It was a combination of things because we had talked last year too.
1: By uh, we, you mean
3: mean Seth? Yes. Seth and I. I'm Seth. Big love. Nice That's me. Yep. <laughs> We had discussed uh, actually on my show, or actually after I. Oh, what's your you, show? Cryptid Campfire.
1: Cryptid Campfire. Check it out, cryptidcampfire.com.
3: Thank you. Actually, yes. Cool. That, that is, is true. Um, we had discussed, you had mentioned about uh, a production which is becoming The Discovery. Yes. Oh, no, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Oh, all just allowed? like, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, well, you about, can talk about all uh, everything now at this point. That's okay.
3: true. We've talked about it apparently. Yeah. So The Discovery. Originally,
1: yeah. I think I, t- I talked to you about being part of my crew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then, so I, Eli is uh, a talented filmmaker himself, and so I, had, yeah, I'd originally talked to you about like coming on my crew and being a part of that. But then I don't know how did that morph into you guys.
0: I think it was like <laughs> well, there was I don't the, remember. There was the the trip going out to P and mm-hmm. and I kind of piggybacked on that, and then that became well, let's just turn that into a Beyond the Trail episode. Yeah. And you organically mentioned, hey, I don't know if I want you to go out there alone. Do you want to take this Eli Watson guy? And Eli yeah. and I had already become very good friends. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, sure, I guess. You know? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, I was delighted to have Eli Long. So that whole trip was just amazing. I mean, the way it worked with your production, Yeah, we kind of did a, our own thing at first, and then it. Paralleled and I think the way the two productions will work. Yeah. Is very interesting.
1: I've, t- I've talked about this already but the that trip or that shoot cemented for me the 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 limits of what I can achieve with on the trail of yeah. so in my head on the trail of was like our big like gorilla boots on the ground in the field thing and I'm like you cannot do that with what I'm attempting you can't do that while attempting to shoot like 20 interviews and and with the sheer volume of gear we're trying to take to get all this it just doesn't work so but the way we yeah the way we made that work was that beyond the trail became the the actual like go out into those woods learn about the woods through on the trail of discovery and then you actually get to explore them with you guys and i think the differences between the two productions will be I just think you're going to get such a comprehensive look at that area, but also yeah. the Olympic project and the nest site discovery and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I just think a lot of that is going to be really cool when you're seeing those two things interwoven together.
0: Totally. Cause I think you have events that are coinciding, you know, mm-hmm. whereas Eli and I, we were the first ones to stay at the nest site mm-hmm. before we linked up with you guys. And then a lot of the stuff will have that crossover feeling, but it'll be totally different because you're interviewing the entirety of the Olympic project. Whereas we only maybe interviewed a few of them, but we spent time with them and they're explaining to us things in the field. And mm-hmm. we can kind of, with Beyond the Trail, we can go on those sort of monologues where it's just one guy holding a camera walking around in the field yeah. and get away with it more more mm-hmm. so than it would work in an on the trail of it. Wouldn't, it's just a different style. Yeah.
1: And I want to do more like that because I think it's such a cool way of, of doing things. We had actually... Talked about doing the same thing with what we're doing right now. I don't know if you and I talked about it, but I kicked around the idea of doing like an on the trail of the Minerva Monster. It's not going to happen. Sorry, guys. But um, with this beyond the trail that we're doing right now, I thought about trying to do something like that.
2: Um, Are you guys going to, as well as that work together, the filming at the same time, is that something you're going to continue to do moving forward with other uh, Bigfoot projects? Like be in the same area at the same time and...
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: totally! Yeah. yeah, I don't know Alaska. We're gonna do. We there's haven't announced it yet. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the, yeah, uh, there's a new on the trail of Bigfoot project next year that'll go to take us to Alaska, and I think he's gonna be a part of the crew. And that's, I mean, Alex and I have worked together on, uh, on the trail of UFOs season UFOs, one. UFOs Momo. Momo, but I mean, in terms of like where we're a production crew together, we've already crewed up together on two two big on the trail of projects. And, um, and I was just talking, I think I was talking to Eli about this, how Alex is, or maybe it was you, how Alex is the only person who's yeah. kind of gone out on his own.
2: Yeah. Both of us, huh? It was us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who, who's kind of like gone out on his own for STM where I can basically just let you do whatever you want. And I don't, like, there's no, there's no, there's no stress on my end if right. like you're making something. I don't well, have to worry about it.
0: That's what like Beyond the Trail has been so far. It's mm-hmm. been episodes that aren't really related to any other STM movies, like a Bigfoot right. in Maine, doc or a Bigfoot yeah. in Colorado. Whereas it's so cool that we'll have both that is independent. Like you could watch an episode on Bigfoot in Colorado mm-hmm. and enjoy that, but then you could also watch on the trail of Bigfoot, the discovery yeah. and then our accompanying episode. And yeah. those sort of, you could watch them independently or watch them together. So I think what's cool about beyond the trail is how, uh, different each episode ends up being. And yes. obviously, Eli and I are also editing different episodes. So we have our different styles, and that's really cool.
1: Which I want to talk about that creatively because I, ha- I have questions as oh. I'm watching them. Because I've actually, I, I what's up?
3: I'm waiting for the question.
1: Oh, you had a very serious <laughs> look. You were very excited. That was your Terry Gilliam face, Dude. Terrence Malick face,
3: <laughs> fear and loathing in Las right. Vegas. <laughs>
1: okay so all right so we have and and i'll try to be careful here because the one episode hasn't even come out yet but bigfoot at bluff creek and and all the episodes prior are edited by alex yeah and then uh bigfoot mountain is edited by you eli (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it is um so as i'm going through so Okay, so I was thinking about this from a story. We talk about structure, story structure a lot on the show for some reason, probably because Heather's involved now and Mark's smart and I'm a Neanderthal who's trying to make sense of everything. Like, I've just discovered fire and I don't want to burn myself or something, but... the <laughs>
2: That was quite a lengthy but, um,
1: description. So, as I'm watching the episodes, it's like there's there seems to be a pretty, um, you know, a pretty fixed sort of like, not a two it's a it's following a 3x structure but you got these uh, a very diverse like first half and second half through the first couple episodes where did i say diverse that isn't what i meant ignore that word um definitive um so you've got on the first few episodes there's like very fixed like interviews through the first half kind of getting you clued into the story and then it becomes investigative toward the second half uh bigfoot bluff creek kind of changes that a little bit because you get interviews coming in later that flesh out the story of the area more, which I thought was super cool. Cause like one thing that happens when you're watching a show that's episodic is you get to a point where you're like comfortable with the, the format and it can become stale or something. You're just like, okay, now we're going go to the, doing- yeah, we're gonna go on to the, yeah, now we're going to go on to the, investigation that's gonna go like 20 minutes and eli's gonna fall down a cliff or something like that. So you yeah. kind of like know what's coming
0: it happens every time Yep.
1: uh <laughs> yakety sacks is gonna play eli's gonna fall down a cliff <laughs> uh
0: no but uh, but i get i get what you're saying totally um i and i don't want it to become stale i think every time we try new things we try to make things work uh one thing i do like sticking with is if it's about a particular area, so mm-hmm. you know, Bigfoot of Bluff Creek, California, yeah. I do wanna give a little backstory about what's going on there. But mm-hmm. what was so cool about that was you had so many people that were involved in, with that film site, with everything, so we got to interview people right where things had happened. So yeah. we got to add that in later mm-hmm. on. I kinda didn't want it to just be, as you said, interviews first, and then everything else is investigative. Yeah. It's broken up a little bit. And I think going forward, each episode's gonna have different type of elements. And each episode is really its own film. Like you could Mm -hmm. watch Bigfoot. Well, that's what we we talked about that in the
1: earliest days. We I I said I didn't know how to brand. I didn't really want to use the word, and I don't think we do typically. We do some somewhat in the social media stuff, but like say episodes. I try to stay. Yeah, Yeah. I'm actually trying to stay away from saying episodes because to me it feels like each thing is its own unique little chapter in the in the overriding story. The only
0: like overriding theme Mm -hmm. is would be. Myself and Eli, perhaps another character or two, and then the Beyond the Trail title. I mean, that's basically it. And Bigfoot.
3: Right. And you look at all the episodes we've done have been, like, insanely different, you know. uh, To give a sneak preview, you know, Colorado. Careful. (laughs) We go ahead. We had the kind of... I'm gonna just go for it <laughs> no we we had the museum thing like we did with you know Oregon and kind of California mm-hmm. but then we did Utah right after and there's no interviews yep. there's no mm-hmm. institutions
0: of any kind it's just us it's totally gonna be different it's yeah. gonna Sweet. it's gonna be wild it's, yeah it's almost like just looking at that one and without giving too much away it's very much gonna be a nature documentary mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's about this extremely rugged region mm-hmm. and I think it. I think it's gonna be really cool
1: yeah the, the when when you're editing so again this is where the spoilers come into play is that your episode hasn't come out yet we haven't even really posted anything from it and I've seen the, the rough cut which isn't the whole episode but um one thing I said to both of you is that the the difference in editing styles is like immediately apparent mm. but it doesn't it doesn't feel disconnected in any way but the um I just was a fan of how your episode felt different from Alex's. They're both great, but like yours felt very much like, um, you know, a little more like artsy fartsy is the way I would, I think that's the the technical term for it. Artsy fartsy episode with a lot of like quiet moments and stuff, which I appreciate. And I'm not saying that as an insult, artsy-farty. I, I can add some rock and roll in man, there. Man, get some rock in there. No, no, but in all seriousness, I really enjoyed that. It reminded me of that movie that Mark and I love, the uh, In Search of Bigfoot, with uh, with Robert W. Morgan.
3: That would be great if I knew what you were talking great, about. Man. I really like, don't know. Okay,
1: cool, cool. Uh, they, but, like, what when you set out to edit the episode how difficult is that picking up after alex where he's already done four three
0: this is the third one yeah
1: where he's already done three episodes so there's sort of a format you got to follow like what what did you set out to do when you were editing it
3: uh i actually rewatched the first two episodes Mm -hmm. and kind of analyzed the way alex sets it up Mm -hmm. because alex if you were to just give me free reigns the whole episode probably would have looked like way different and it wouldn't have fit with the rest trap of it. it Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, but so, and I know I'm working within the parameters of a series. Alex kind of established the series, so I wanted to kind of yeah. follow up, you know, just kind of stylistically as much as I could, you mm-hmm. know. So that's why I rewatched the first two episodes, took some copious notes, like okay. you should see them. It's like three or four pages of notes. And, and so I was just kind of working off that. Of course, Again like we were saying, every episode's different, so I couldn't I couldn't do to Oregon what I did what Alex did to Maine mm-hmm. because it wasn't the, the first half is interviews, the second half is uh, the investigation, it was more of a ongoing thing. Right. So, and I guess in some ways it was a little bit hard cuz I was trying to see what Alex was doing with Bluff Creek, but at the same time we were editing them at the same time, so I I actually waited a week. Mm-hmm. That didn't really help me any. so
0: so so, but yeah the time crunches i think have been pretty pretty nuts this can you talk about that yeah Yeah. totally. i mean so it's september it's like early september now and i I cannot believe that it is right now because beginning of june we were out in maine that's when we filmed maine we had i had four weeks i had four weeks to edit the whole Maine episode before we left in early july for around three weeks in the Pacific Northwest, and that was two productions. So that's when uh, we did Blip Bigfoot at Bluff Creek and Bigfoot Mountain, which is See, the Oregon. Yes, so you're did. editing
1: in between all the shooting.
0: Yep. Mm. And then as soon as I get back from uh, the Pacific Northwest, I had another four weeks to edit the uh, Bigfoot at Bluff Creek, which was premiering end of August. Which mm. we'd have been on the road. You know, mm-hmm. we've been out. We went out to Colorado, Utah, and now out here in Ohio. So that's another three or four weeks. So uh, we've been doing that. And at, time constraint and it's worked i mean i've i've enjoyed it it's definitely stressful at times but uh i think the film came out the way i wanted it well to. it's
1: it's weird too because you and i were talking about this as being like a bi-monthly or maybe even less than that i feel like we had talked about maybe four episodes in the first <laughs> year Yeah,
0: it just kind of took off I we're mean, already <laughs> of four episodes i know well the first episode was filmed in january of 2021 yeah end of january and it didn't come out till may so mm-hmm. i had mm-hmm. You know, I had a few months to edit yeah, change, that, change. so yeah. a lot longer.
1: It's basically monthly.
0: Yep, at this point, yeah. Yeah,
1: and and actually, Bigfoot at Bluff Creek was ready to go way before it actually posted. So we I had to
0: have it ready to go when I hit the road for Colorado. Mm-hmm.
1: So the the interesting thing to me it has been watching the 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 way that you're telling the stories evolve, but the biggest thing I think that. As an outsider to the project, I can't think of anything else like this. And I don't know that people will appreciate it to the extent that they should for a while. Because I don't, I don't know that anyone understands the scope of what you guys are doing on the budgets that you're working on in the amount of time you're working on. And when it's all said and done, like even if this series ended at the end of this year with what you've got filmed already, which is what we still have, how many episodes to go so that you've already eight, shot?
0: Five. We're gonna have coming up. Will be the uh, Oregon, Colorado, Utah Olympics.
1: Colorado? Did you say Colorado? I said Colorado. Uh, so right, I'm yeah.
0: losing track now. So Oregon, Oregon is yet to come out. We've got Colorado. I think then the Olympics would come out, and then yeah. Utah, and then this Minerva. So that's five, five episodes, episodes that are in not the can. out. ready to go going to be eight by the end of 2021
1: yes and and that's on yeah that's i mean like when it's all and we've already talked about like going forward where we're going to go what we want to do next
0: oh there's so many ideas that pop up and then people tell you their stories and they say Mm -hmm. hey i've got this stuff going on on my property you should spend some time here right so it becomes so enticing um yeah just we've somehow made it work i mean it's been uh, unlikely at times mm-hmm. but it's uh it somehow all worked and we've had a lot of fun with it but I think the biggest the overall goal my favorite part of it is being able to show nature for example Bigfoot at Bluff Creek mm-hmm. so I had watched probably every video on YouTube about Bluff Creek going back the last 10 years I could not find anything that really gave me a sense for what that area looks like aside from our friend Jonathan Easley's videos which showed some of these areas probably the closest thing to it and he did some great work you know I'm not knocking it at all but I looked at what he did, and I wanted to expand. So I wanted people to get a feel. This is what Bluff Creek feels like, the area. And mm-hmm. I've had a bunch of people who went there 10 years ago message me saying, this really brought back memories. It's it, You captured the place really nicely. I think that's been kind of the coolest part is just showing that raw nature. And I think that adds to the whole Bigfoot mystery because you say, hey, look, there are these untouched areas where despite people coming in every year, you know, visiting the film site, it is still – Pretty much as as raw and rugged as it was in 1958 when they first punched those roads in there or 1967 when roger and bob rode down that that creek and and saw that creature on that bed
1: well that's picking up on what established stm in the first place which is the production value becomes your locations because we don't have billion dollar budgets like travel networks or whatever but um like you you guys are actually taking people to these places the fact is, like a television crew, probably isn't going into Bluff Creek anymore. Like there, or there, or any of the places, really, that we're going. Who the heck is going to go to Heather Moser's property in Minerva? Yeah,
0: or the Hiawathas. I mean, we the Hiawathas. Yeah, <laughs> we went on. Basically, that wasn't an insult. I'm just <laughs> saying. No, yeah, I, like, I
2: mean that's cool. Yeah, it's good. Oh no, god, it's like in the middle of nowhere. I mean,
0: <laughs> we basically went on a backpacking trip in the mountains of Utah, but yeah. brought camera equipment with yeah. us. Yeah. we could have done that trip. Without our Sonys, without mm-hmm. drone, without GoPros, without audio recorders, it probably would have taken a little bit of weight off. Yeah, 10,000-foot <laughs> elevation. But we basically are showing you that backpacking trip, but combining research as well. So you're not yeah. only doing a film, but you're actually backpacking. You're having to make sure you have equipment to keep yourself alive, food, uh, protection, uh, shelter, tents, all that kind of stuff. So it's we're really bringing you along for the ride on that one. And each one is different. Like the Colorado one, I'm trying to – Kind of, I'm, I haven't started editing it yet, but it, I'm thinking something more Western. It's gonna have some Western vibes mm-hmm. because cowboys, you know, Colorado's synonymous with that kind of thing. So,
1: how are you handling what goes? How are you handling the gear? Like, especially how are you charging batteries and yeah. dumping footage and all that. a lot of batteries. Yeah. I
0: mean, I think when we were like Utah was the most amount of backpacking. I would say we did a little bit yeah. in Oregon, but not mm-hmm. as much. Um, just. We must have had 10 batteries for the a7 we had probably all five batteries for the handy mm. Yep. little uh, whole packs of batteries for audio recorders and we're also bringing bigfooting equipment so that includes a wood knocker sasquatch pheromones dna collection kit all kinds of stuff so we could be doing the trip with just bigfoot equipment and survival equipment but you're also adding on that filmmaking equi- uh, equipment so mm. um we, i don't know we, we kind of we just do it and we make it work that was really the first one where it was in depth like that for a number of days where we're in the middle of nowhere. Other ones, it's usually been in between, you know, visiting properties or spending time in the woods. So um, I don't know how it's worked. It just has somehow. Mm.
1: Um, f- filmmaking inspiration behind the series. Is there anything you're watching or like thinking of when you're editing it?
0: There's definitely a mix. There's a mix of things. Um, for sure, kind of classic uh, shows like In Search Of yeah. that, you know, showing the regions, that kind of thing. But also I think, 21st century everyone's on youtube everyone's watching uh you know how to craft videos out in the field so Mm -hmm. that i know as you had talked about it was a little bit of the inspiration but i do try to keep a little bit of that element you know here's us making burgers at the fire in the camp like you want to feel like you're there yeah enjoying a nice burger having a beer in in laos camp Mm -hmm. which is the place where you know tom slick set up an expedition 50 years ago or whatever so uh, a little bit of that survivor man some elements for sure uh, just a mixture of things. I wouldn't say there's a, a one definite inspiration.
1: Yeah, I've seen people in the comments kind of not get things that we're clear. You're clearly, we are clearly doing intentionally, and that includes the food. With like, oh, yeah. you can tell there must not have been a ton of activity. Or they're showing them yeah, making a burger.
2: if they're eating. Yeah, they're oh, yeah. no, eating. <laughs> not used to people
0: on, on, you know, media eating at all. But, no, it's it's just part of it, I think. And you know, we're showing we're spending time with Bigfoot researchers and mm-hmm. how they do things and mm-hmm. techniques that they've suggested. So like in Maine, we put out tobacco. Mm-hmm. People are laughing at us. Oh, we put on tobacco. Well, there's been a few sightings that have involved tobacco, yeah. habituation sites. So we're just kind of trying things. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we're not going to tell you it worked. Mm-hmm. We're just going to say this is exactly what happened. And, you know, is it all, are our minds playing tricks on us or is there legitimately activity going on? Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to embellish anything like a lot of these... Um, programs have done in the past. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about you? Filmmaking inspiration? Cuz I've seen well, one thing I've seen since you came on is and this isn't a knock on Alex, but the fact that there's two guys with cameras who know what they're doing with their cameras now has allowed the show to get a little more fancy mm. in, in the camera work. For yeah. real. Like oh, I th- for I've sure. noticed the camera work change over the course of the series too. So like what are you what are what are you bringing to the table inspiration-wise?
3: inspiration wise, I don't, I don't really,
1: you don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't
3: watch documentaries mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of YouTube either. I just watch artsy fortsy movies. Maybe that's why my, my artsy ap- fortsy? Artsy fortsy movies. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. But no, for real, I, I just try to tell the story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like in the wilderness, you know, when I'm filming, I'm usually filming Alex because Alex has a lot to say about the wilderness. He knows more about the wilderness than I do. You know, that's fine. There's,
1: there's, There was some, sorry to cut you off, but there was like some shot in the Bigfoot of Bluff, oh, maybe it was the Oregon episode, but you had, it had to have been you, I'm assuming, had framed Alex and Alex is kind of down at the right-hand corner of the frame and then there's like scenery kind of just taking over the rest of the frame. I don't know which. I mean, I would assume it was you that shot it, but it was such a cool framing-wise. It, it just placed him within that location so well.
3: I mean, composition is something I'm constantly aware of. Yeah, that's something I'm sure. always trying to super cool to do. You know, and I'll, a lot of the places we go to are insanely beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to let that take over sometimes.
1: Well, I just know from doing this myself. When you're in Alex's position, like you were in the first episode, where it's just you, kind of like trying to film, get get as much of it as you can, and you had someone else with you on that, and I'm sure you handed him the camera, right? Yeah, but but it's like he's a Bigfoot guy, but he's not like a filmmaker, right? And it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, you get the shot that you can too. If it's just you by yourself, you're even, you're just in that position where it's like, I get the shot I can. But if
0: also, I got to say that episode was filmed in. Five degree yeah. weather, so yeah, we had insane. probably the coldest weekend. <laughs> yeah, to film it, and I was like, you know what, let's do it, because I want the people in the comments making fun of us for, oh, you brought all that out for one night. Yeah, you try camping in that weather. Oh yeah, you yeah. see yeah. What, yeah. what what uh, what equipment you're gonna bring. But yeah, no. So one thing I wanted to add, though, it was just it's great having Eli there because of that. You know, I'm I'm struggling to kind of film myself and do all this stuff, but I can just throw him the camera and he knows exactly what to do. I don't have to you know, be like, oh, please do this, do that. Yeah. You know, he kind of will get it right away. So I can talk about something or explain, well, we just had this happen and not have to worry about it. And I know I can just have him do the drone stuff. Mm. Or before I was having to film, you know, do uh, interviews, yeah. drone. Now I don't really do do any droning unless I want to just kind of get a shot. I just trust him and he can just do what he's going to do because I know he's going to get some great stuff either way.
1: What's the, do you want to hop in with a question yet?
2: Uh, well, I had one, but it's. If- Go ahead. No, no, hop in. My, oh, oh okay. So, thank you. Oh. My my question is uh, separate from the that's, whole filmmaking aspect, fine. obviously. I was
1: about to change it up. Yeah, so. you
2: were you. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. So, um, we kind of got a, or I saw a little bit of this yesterday, mm-hmm. but how much or how often are people now coming to you guys? since this has started since beyond the trail has started to say i've had this activity um please come here or you know like i'm is your phone like blowing up all the time now um with these kind of stories
0: yeah, yeah i mean my phone's been blowing up for a while because yeah. i do a youtube show right. sasquatch out of the shadows and we do mm-hmm. live streams so i'm always having people they're trying to get on the show or right. hey, I have this going on. And it's really cool because it, you know, in my areas like in New Hampshire, I get a lot of reports that way. Mm-hmm. But um definitely since this has come out, I've had a lot of people saying, You guys should spend a week here. Mm-hmm. You should come to my property. Um and I don't know if that's it's probably a combination between Beyond the Trail and other stuff, but right. definitely have noticed people kind of calling us out and somehow things have just really worked out well. I mean, like in this recent Colorado episode, we spent Few days on this ranch with activity, and that was born out of the idea of saying, Hey, we should get some horse riding shots, that would be really cool. And then my friend was like, Well, I know this lady, and she has Bigfoot activity on her mm-hmm. property, so it was two birds with one stone. And I think mm-hmm. it that was totally unplanned story element that just came in, and I think will make a whole half segment of the film really incredible. And some, and we got some pretty cool stuff for that, that's going to be really interesting. So, yeah, definitely, it's been a combination of that. People. Wanting, uh, you know, a lot of people saying, "Hey, I, I, have twelve Quits back here. I can talk to them. You know, if yeah. you come here." And it, you know, some of it's better than others, but mm-hmm. it's been interesting for sure.
1: What? Um, we'll probably close out on this. But uh, what is the scariest event you've you've been a part of during the filming?
0: Oh, man, the scariest event. I would have to pro. Uh, I mean, I, I don't usually get creeped out in the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty comfortable out there. I'm not like some super crazy outdoorsman. I just, I'm just a hiker, backpacker. I've been doing that for a while. And I like the Bigfoot stuff. So that stuff doesn't creep me out. It's the human element of things. So we had this incident in Oregon. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I don't think there's been any times we've genuinely been, our life has been threatened. You know, there's been times where you might lose a tire. We've lost some tires and had issues in some of the areas you go in driving-wise, yeah. I mean, we could have easily tripped over a log in Utah and not had any service and died out there very easily, <laughs> oh especially goodness. on that one yeah. mountain. But um, this incident in Oregon, we're we're going to a research area that uh, cliff Barrickman and Connor Anderson of, of uh, cliffs museum, the North American Bigfoot center recommended. And we're all out there hanging out. We have a whole kind of posse. We had Eli's friend, Sam as well, who came on for that production, which was really cool cause he was a film guy from LA. So it was really cool to have another person. I think that helped that film as well. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Sam, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're camping in this spot where there's been some really good Bigfoot reports over the past few years and decades. And we encountered this group of people that are very sketchy and they're doing uh, tiki torches out in the woods when there was a huge fire ban. I mean, the Pacific Northwest has been on fire the whole summer, so don't do fires out there, but the car, they had pentagrams hanging and bones and we were all just a little on edge. And there were seven, seven of us dudes there. who are not chickens in the woods by any means so no. we were uncomfortable so we said let's go to an area where you know maybe bigfoot is the the scariest thing around that that was probably the scariest thing i've had happen everything else has been you know we hear knocks or something and we go in that direction you know i want to see what's making that noise or i want to find moose uh evidence or you know, it's been the theme we show moose scat almost every episode <laughs> it's <laughs> people, true though. people tend to like that so that's our least <laughs> direct but yeah that's the that's the creepiest thing i don't know if eli would agree
3: yeah, honestly, it was I would say I don't know what we experienced in Colorado with those howls was pretty scary but Once once you brought up the Oregon thing that definitely
0: tops it cuz well, I got a, I got a question for you if you don't mind Oh, that's cool oh. So, you know as somebody who didn't spend a whole lot of time out in the woods before this mm. were there situations that I took you into where you were ever like this is pretty crazy I don't know how it would have ended up here or was there like a dangerous situation or anything? uh Maybe in Maine,
3: it's such a small thing, and it didn't end up in the episode, but when we were bushwhacking back off the mountain, you know, cause we tried to go up that mountain and then we were coming down and uh, you slipped. And I don't know if you remember, and you hit your shin. Oh yeah, that was painful. And like, <laughs> like you could have easily like kept sliding and broken your leg or something. And there's no service out there. You know what I mean? That, that was kind of scary, I guess. Cause then it kind of like, I'm pretty comfortable bushwhacking, you know? But like, freak accident, you slip, you fall, you break your leg, you know what I mean? It could happen to anybody. So that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, oh man, this is pretty dangerous. Or the backpacking trip we just did. I thought that was a little intense. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't having the the greatest time of my life there, but well, the elevation just the, was tough, yeah. the elevation was the toughest part. But
0: mm. be- I do gotta say though, um, that I think Eli has just grown a lot in the woods. Like he's so much more comfortable now can I can just have him do a fire while I'm doing something else you know it's like it's really cool to see that and I think uh, that he's gonna keep growing those outdoor skills probably throughout his life I mean the first the first time
1: I saw Eli out in the woods first time I met him in real life he's literally power chugging Dayquil from the bottle from the (laughs) bottle in the woods in uh, Washington
3: those those precious memories good times yeah good times
1: Okay, uh more episodes of Beyond the Trailer coming basically is what we're saying. And we we're we didn't even get to talk about what we're doing right now, but we're we're on a time schedule today, so we got to get out of here. But um got to get back in. We got to get back into the woods. Uh we're doing but basically we're doing a Minerva monster kind of follow-up. Um
0: i I'll, I'll say real quick. Yeah. This is basically going to be like a, a, a looking back into the Minerva case. It's going to be a little bit of nostalgia maybe for people who mm-hmm. know Minerva case, but it's going to be, be on the trail for sure. Yeah.
1: I think it's going to be super cool too to see the location. The location is with all these cool people. Too. amazing. <laughs> I love the location. And Tommy was able to go, so that, that was awesome. cool. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're back next week. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes and whatever, wherever. Monstropolismail at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, Become a squad member. Sorry for my nasally voice. Most people would say I'm pretty nasally anyway, but this is worse than normal. Um, I think that does it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Check you guys later.
3: Yeah, I'll see you all next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right.